Welcome to Building a Life of Prayer with Pastor David Beatty of River Oaks Community Church, taking you through the prayers of the Bible so that you can grow in your confidence and enjoyment of prayer. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about building lives of prayer. We've been looking at the life of the Apostle Paul, his practice of prayer, and his teaching about prayer. And today we're in the New Testament book of 1 Corinthians. This is a book which the Apostle Paul wrote, apparently, to address a number of questions the Corinthian church had asked him. And he's dealing with things like lawsuits among believers, marriage or singleness, food offered to idols. And he has a significant emphasis on spiritual gifts. Paul lists nine spiritual gifts in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Two of these gifts are uh, various kinds of tongues and, secondly, the interpretation of tongues. Now, Paul doesn't say anything about prayer at all in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. But in chapter 14, when he talks about the appropriate use of spiritual gifts, he does speak of praying with tongues, in fact, in his own prayer life. In the first two verses of chapter 14, he writes, Pursue love and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. For one who speaks in a tongue speaks not to men but to God, for no one understands him, but he utters mysteries in the Spirit. So apparently, Paul is talking about a use of this gift to speak to God in a way that God understands, but no one else does. He goes on to make the, the key emphasis of his chapter that those with uh, such a gift as the gift of tongues should be sure that when the gift is used in the gathered church body, it must be interpreted. Otherwise, others are not edified. And so he says in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 13, Therefore, one who speaks in a tongue should pray that he may interpret. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. What am I to do? I will pray with my spirit, and I will pray with my mind also. I will sing praise with my spirit, and I will sing with my mind also. Otherwise, if you give thanks with your spirit... How can anyone in the position of an outsider say amen to your thanksgiving when he does not know what you're saying? For you may be giving thanks well enough, but the other person is not edified. And then Paul writes, I thank God that I speak in tongues more than all of you. Nevertheless, in church, I would rather speak five words with my mind in order to instruct others than 10,000 words in a tongue. So here's his emphasis in 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Those who want spiritual gifts should make it their goal to build up the body, to edify the church, to edify the body of Christ. But in making this point, the Apostle Paul does note a valid and valuable use for prayer in tongues for those to whom God has given the gift. Now, praying in tongue is praying in a, in a language we've already seen that um, a person does not know or understand. But one of the benefits is praise and thanksgiving. Paul refers to it as giving thanks with your spirit. What do we make of this then? I think the, the point is this. God gives this gift to some Christians, not to all. 
But for those who do have this gift, there's a legitimate, valid, and valuable use in prayer. However, in the gathered assembly, we need to take heed to Paul's instruction when he writes in 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 28 regarding praying or speaking in tongues, if there is no one to interpret, let each of them keep silent in the church and speak to himself and to God. In other words, keep the gift uh, to be used in your prayer life rather than speaking forth in the larger body unless there's an interpreter. May the Lord help us to have the gifts He wants us to have, not only to edify others, but to enrich our own lives of prayer.